Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Forward momentum is one of the most powerful forces that can help you achieve your goals. By staying focused and living every day in light of your vital values, you'll begin to soar like never before. Listen into episode 20 as we talk about momentum as it relates to the five vital values. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 20 of the How to Crush Your Goals podcast series. I'm joined here as always with my good friend, Michael Anthony. Good to see you. Good to see you, Aaron. Here with, as always, for this series, 30 days of crushing your goals and unleashing your potential with the guy I call A+, Aaron Thomas, our executive director for Courage Matters. And glad that you can join us whether you're watching or whether you're listening. Either way, we hope that this podcast fires you up and helps you move forward. And that's what we're talking about today in regard to what Darren Hardy refers to as the Big Mo, also known as Momentum, in his great book, The Compound Effect, which if you haven't yet read The Compound Effect, get The Compound Effect. He didn't pay us to say this, didn't tell us to mention anything about it, but it's a great book. It's worthy of um, complimenting. The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And today we want to talk about on the heels of yesterday's, the last podcast, which was the five vital values, we want to talk about momentum. How do you keep up momentum? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so I know in his book, he mentions about how Big Mo helps basically mm-hmm. compound. It's the compound effect. It helps compound your positive daily um, productive habits mm-hmm. into basically creating the life that is fulfilled, successful, mm-hmm. however you want to kind of visualize your ideal life. So yesterday we talked about the five vital values. What can you tell our listeners how about the importance of having momentum while living with those five, five vital values? Obviously, you don't just yeah. want to live one day embodying them, mm-hmm. and then the next three days you're you're taking a day off, right. and then what, the next day exactly. It's it's about consistency, right? Consistency, persistence, momentum—they're all intertwined with each other. So the first thing is to um, revisit and really zero in on this idea of the compound effect. It's not the idea of just forward motion, right? Because you want to make sure you're moving uh, and making progress from where you are to where you want to be in terms of your lifetime and long-term goals. Remember, that's the whole distinctive, not only of the Courageous Life Planning System, but that's the way you should be setting and achieving goals in light of the person that you want to become, in light of your lifetime and long-term goals, that's the way you set your goals. So momentum is really important, but the compound effect is the idea of it getting exponential, right? We've all heard the story about taking a penny and doubling it every day for 30 days, and you don't see the real impact until the last two days where it just becomes exponential. Would you rather have $3 million up front, or would you rather have a penny and that amount doubled every day for 30 days? You do the math, you wanna do the second one, you want the compound effect. So no matter where you are in the goal setting and achievement process, you might be older, you might be late to the game, so to speak. Um, you might be younger and you, you might think, well, gee whiz, 20, 30 years from now seems so far away. It doesn't matter it's what, it, what, where you are in that process as much as that, that you jump in mm-hmm. and you buy into the compound interest, the exponential return on your investment, the ROI. 
on um, your goals and the goals that you're setting. So today is really important on the heels of what we talked about in the last episode, which we listed those five vital values, values, the relationships, simplicity, courageous humility, movement, and exponential replication. So if you haven't yet listened to the podcast, I encourage you to do that. And I encourage you, challenge you, plead with you, uh, beg you, implore you, using all kinds of different words to help you understand the importance of settling on vital values for your own life, Mm -hmm. rudders. How are you going to go through your life and navigate to such a intentional degree that you end up at the destination where you wanted to be? So there are sabotagers, saboteurs, if we want to say it that way. It's an interesting word, isn't it? Saboteur. There are things. Very French. Bonjour. Speaking of French, does anybody know what this means? If you do, email us, info at couragematters.com. I know what it means, but I want to know if you know what it means. There are different things that can undermine, sabotage your momentum. So if you want to keep your momentum moving forward, you want to have a compound effect, a growing effect as you think about your vision statement, your purpose statement, your focus filter, your uh, seven areas of life, all of these things coming together with the five vital values, you want to keep that momentum growing and swelling. So let's talk about some of the things that could sabotage. Yeah, no, I was just going to ask you that. So there's no doubt that momentum is important. I think us just sitting here and talking about momentum, it makes us understand that if you don't have the compound effect working in your life, if you don't have forward momentum, it's going to be a lot harder to get some things going. So, I mean, you look back to the old adage that an object that's in motion stays in motion. It's a lot easier to continue pushing a car once it's already been started. Great analogy. But if you're, it's it's the first couple minutes of you trying to push that car that it's the hardest. Mm -hmm. But once it gets going, it's easier. Yeah. So... Talk about what some of those hindrances are. What mm-hmm. are some of those sabotaging factors mm-hmm. that come into play? I mean, the idea of momentum is great. It sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm all for but, it. Yeah. yeah, but what what are some things that we let creep right. in that affect that? I think this is why you really have to think deeply about this. You really have to take stock and in inventory because you can't just say, well, yeah, I'm, I'm bought into it. I believe momentum is important and just think you're not going to have uh, any difficulties and hardships. Um, one of the things, I think the number one thing is um, you need to be careful that your own worst enemy is not sleeping between your ears or very active between your ears. It's it's your self-talk. It's the things that you believe. Two things that are really important in life. What you believe about God shapes everything. Single most important thing. Second, what you believe about yourself. Hmm. What you believe about yourself will be directly impacted by what you believe about God. And what you believe about God will directly influence what you believe about yourself. You gotta sell those two things, right? You need to settle those two things. But if you don't, or if you don't continually tend to that garden of your thought life in your mind where you're pulling out the weeds, the bad thoughts, Mm -hmm. the inappropriate thoughts, the negative thoughts, the the things that are untrue, um, you can sabotage yourself with, for example, a victim mentality. Victim mentality is one of the most culturally accepted, applauded mentalities today. And here's the perfect example. Why is why is it that socialism in the United States of America, which is socialism is completely antithetical to capitalism, to a capitalistic society. Why is that sexy now? Hmm. You think it's just a coincidence? Why is it popular now? Well, here's why. It's because 
people are so used to an entitlement mentality that things can be given to them without doing anything. We're so used to now not understanding the correlation between deep personal satisfaction and fulfillment and personal hard work. Hmm. that we're used to a handout, right? We talk about the bank bailout of 2008. Well, people are waiting for all kinds of bailouts as a result. Okay. So a victim mentality is evidenced by failure to take every day 100% responsibility for your decisions, 100% responsibility for your thoughts, and 100% responsibility for the consequences of your thoughts and your decisions. 99% is not good enough. You have to take it. Can you imagine what would happen in your life in regard to momentum, in regard to crushing your goals, unleashing your potential, having the five vital values at the forefront of everything that you're doing, right? In the seven areas of life, relationships, spiritual life, health and fitness, career, finances, um, education, rest and recreation. Can you imagine having a 100% commitment to your success, to forward momentum in your life, as opposed to a 50-50 mentality. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll do 50%, I get a 50% effort. Somebody's gotta give me something for the effort. Yeah. So if you go through life with a victim mentality, somebody owes me something, I was dealt a bad hand of cards, um, it's kind of like bad karma. People say, well, for some reason, cards are said, I must not be blessed, I must be cursed. I mean, you don't want to keep pronouncing that kind of stuff over over yourself. And and by the way, we could find in just a few hours, you could find somebody within just a few hours. There's this thing called the Internet, right? You could Google people who have had unbelievable obstacles, unbelievable setbacks. And a setback, by the way, is simply something that paves the way for a comeback. They've had unbelievable things that have happened in their life more complex, more difficult, more heartbreaking, more devastating than what's happened in your life, what's mm-hmm. happened in my life, and yet they're crushing it. They're moving forward with unbelievable momentum and with a compound effect, right? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they took 100% responsibility for their lives. That thing in itself will sabotage the saboteurs, right? It'll sabotage the way to undermine what undermines you is to be be cognizant of where you're vulnerable. And our society, it's it's so culturally acceptable now, Aaron, for people to expect a handout, expect that somebody owes them something without rolling up their sleeves and doing hard work and taking 100% responsibility. If you're not careful, you'll buy into it and you'll go on autopilot, you'll start to drift and you will undermine yourself and you'll, you'll kill your momentum. You could you could believe at just the head level about the five vital values, and that's not good enough. You right. have to have it at a heart level and a commitment. Yeah. Right. No. Something I'm I'm looking here at the Legacy Blueprint right now, and something that I love and appreciate about this is it. You challenge people to think deeply about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing just to talk and have a conversation about it and say, oh yeah, that's that's good, that's great. 100% responsibility is good, right. whatever. But you take it a step further and and challenge people to respond. So I just want to read something real quick. Under the victim mentality uh, part of the legacy blueprint, you mm-hmm. take you talk about do you take one hundred respon one hundred percent responsibility for your life, or 
have you had a tendency to blame other people or circumstances mm. for what has happened to you? Could your relationships and circumstances be reflections of living without vital values? Mm. So it's one thing to discuss, but it's another thing to think deeply mm -hmm. and to be challenged and realize maybe up until this point, I haven't accepted 100% yep. responsibility. Yeah. And then you take it a step further and the power of visualization. Mm -hmm. you, you talk about imagining. Imagine your future self living without vital values of any kind. Doesn't necessarily need to be mm -hmm. the five that we talked about yesterday. Right. Just not having them. Right. Would you or would that help or hinder you in your quest to become the best version of you mm -hmm. and how? Mm -hmm. So even, even if you don't have vital values right now, hopefully by listening to this podcast by mm -hmm. hearing these questions it mm -hmm. challenges you to think deeper about maybe, maybe i do need some runners mm -hmm. in my life maybe yeah. i haven't been been living um the life that i i know i could be right or you might have just lo lost that momentum maybe mm -hmm. you're not accepting 100 percent responsibility maybe you're mm -hmm. you just you're not being guided and you lost that momentum right. and you've given up absolutely and you know I would encourage you, if you're listening and watching, as you're listening and watching, because obviously you are, as you're listening to all of this and the whole series, just try the five vital values that I presented. I'm saying, hey, here's a suggestion. They've served me well. They've served organizations where I've led, served. They've, they've been great rudders for me on the ship that I'm traveling on my journey as I'm so journeying. Just try them. And then... As your boat's in the water, as you're, as you're moving forward, man, if they don't work, if you have a suggestion, we'd love to hear from it uh, from you, of course. But just get moving. And as you're out midstream, then you can tweak and you, ref you can refine and you can adjust. But I would just, before we go any further, I want to address this issue. You know, people can think, well, I've got a 99% commitment to myself and my success. I've got a 99% um accepting personal responsibility from our life. You know, it's not, this is what you need to understand. It's not like there's just a little bit of a difference between a 99% responsibility approach to life and a victim mentality. It is that 1% where you have not taken responsibility that will affect 99% of the rest of your life. Hmm. Boom. It's that 1% area of your life where you are not you have not accepted, you've rejected 100% responsibility for your thoughts, your decisions, and their consequences that can undermine and affect and creep into, sabotage every other area of your life. So the difference between a 99% uh, personal responsibility commitment and a 100% personal accepting personal responsibility commitment, they are night and day. They're not close. They're not even in the same ballpark. Hmm. And, if, and if you can realize that, if the light bulb can go on, I mean, what, are you, what are you thinking as I say this? If you can realize this, it's absolutely revolutionary. It's, it's absolutely transforming, which is the whole purpose behind the Courageous Life Planning System in the first place. It's to spark and to sustain and to, uh, to fuel your personal transformation, right? So when right. I say that, that they're not even in the same ballpark, and, uh, a 100% accepting 100% responsibility for your life versus 99%. What do you think? Has that impact you? Yeah, no, I think that's a good question. I, initially, when you when you said that, I, I was it's kind of <clears> taken <throat> back because ninety nine percent versus one hundred percent, it's one percent. So 
who cares, right? Mm -hmm. But when you when you stop and you think about it, where I am in in area in any area of my life. So let's take finances. I talk a lot about finances. The top one percent wealthiest people in our country. Yeah. Between them and where I am now, huge gap. Mm -hmm. The top one percent um, in the NFL mm -hmm. football players. People that played football through high school, huge gap between them and the top 1% performers at the mm -hmm. NFL. Mm -hmm. So there, there is a huge gap. There, mm -hmm. There's a tremendous gap. The top 1% of anything, yeah. they're dedicated to it. That's what they eat. That's what they sleep. Mm -hmm. That's what they breathe. Whether right. it's sports, whether it's finances, mm -hmm. whether it's your professional career, whether it's your relationships. Absolutely. I mean, if you have the top, if you, uh, uh, your relationships are classified in the top 1% healthy relationships mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's huge they they're dedicated to it so it, it makes mm -hmm. me realize that there is a huge difference between 99 mm -hmm. and 100 percent that right. if i'm not taking 100 percent of responsibility for my actions the alternative to that is something less than 100 percent right and and you're going to reap what you sow right you might not uh, experience the impact of that in the immediate sense or even the uh, intermediate sense, you know. But in the long term, it's going to, over over the years and perhaps then decades, you will experience the consequences of that. Of that. So uh, when you think of uh, sabotaging momentum in your life and moving forward with the uh, five vital values, you have to be careful in any way, shape, or form a victim mentality. Hmm. Somebody owes you something, uh, you're just going to wait and, uh, you know, Christians are notorious for this. And I was notorious for this, too, until I got out of the boat and made my decision to transition from pastoring to what I'm doing now. One of the best decisions I've made is I know it was the right decision. Right. What you can do is you can blame God or you can wait for God to such a degree that you're not you're not taking personal responsibility for yourself. Now, if God really told you to wait, that's one thing. But I think, you know, for another podcast, mm -hmm. uh, we Christians can be notorious about waiting for God to do something or to say something that he didn't tell us we needed to wait for. Why, why do you think that is, though? Why has that become so prevalent, prevalent in our culture that we're, we're waiting around for someone to do something? Yeah, we'll wait for that divine bailout. Right. Because what's culturally acceptable now with, with growing momentum, that's why socialism is hot right now to not take 100% responsibility for your life. So uh, people say, don't worry, God's, God's in control. God's not the one who concerns me. Hmm. What concerns me is me and his people, people who aren't in control, who can do tremendous damage, who can have uh, consequences for their decisions that can, can impact people with unbelievable ripple effects, right? Think about throwing a, a small pebble into a large pond. All of the water is then upset by just a small pebble. So I think one of the reasons why it, it's comfort, it's it's an easy way to not work. Do you think that's an American thing? I think a Western civilization thing. I think it is a it has become I'm going to go out on the limb here. Great question. I think it's become an unwitting byproduct of evangelicalism in the USA right now. Hmm. I think that our theology, some of our theology is really bad and we over-spiritualize what we shouldn't. So there are a lot of people waiting on God to do something when God is not telling them, wait for me. Uh, for me, when I when I left the pastor, when I resigned to do what I'm doing now, 
um, I realized that, and I was waiting on God until I realized, hey, Mike, I think I'm waiting on you. Hmm. When I realized that God was waiting on me to take a step of faith, everything changed. Yeah. So I think it's the, it's the path of least resistance. You know, our minds psychologically, I've said this before, most of what we learned about psychology and the human mind, the way it works, the way it functions, the chemistry behind it, all that stuff has come within the past 20 or so years, which is mind blowing when you stop and think right. about that. So one of the things we realize is that we are wired to, for self-protection, self-preservation, take the path of least resistance. So uh, if you do what's easy, life's going to be hard. If you do what's hard, life will be easy or easier, right? So what's, what's harder? What's harder is to think through all the things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. What's harder is to take some time, hit pause, and develop five vital values to set lifetime and long-term goals. But by slowing down, that speeds you up. So I, I think it, what's the easiest thing, the path of least resistance is, well, I'm not going to do all that stuff. You're actually over-spiritualizing laziness. Hmm. You're putting a, 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 a veneer of, you know, a stamp on laziness and, try, and making it seem spiritual. And you don't even realize in many cases, not all the time, not all the time. But I, I think as a pastor in a couple of decades in ministry, I think we over spiritualize what really, if you really want to call it what it is, it's laziness, man. Hmm. You don't want to do the hard work. It takes work to set goals. It takes work to achieve goals, but it's not as much work as the price you'll pay if you don't set goals hmm. and if you don't strategize. Yeah. No, I, I just sitting here thinking of what Francis Chan recently did. Yeah, I mean, let me talk about a, a perfect example. So he left the church a couple years ago, mm-hmm. actually several years, several years ago now, and now he's leaving to be a full-time missionary over right. in Hong Kong. Right. And just so people who might not be familiar, he uh, pastor of mega church. He wrote the book, crazy love, great book. And he resigned from the church that he founded mm. and Cornerstone out in California um, to do the house churches that he was doing for the past couple of years. And um, that now has made the announcement that he's going to be leaving the U.S. to be a missionary in Hong Kong. Yeah. He'll still be coming back to the U.S., hopefully, and speaking and things of that sort. And um, why would he do such a thing? Because he takes his personal responsibility before God very seriously. It's right. the opposite of laziness, right? Right. I mean, yeah, it would have been so easy for him to sit back and, I mean, obviously he's aware of what's going on in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. It would have been so easy for him to just say, okay, God, work, work your magic. Go help the people of Hong Kong. But yeah. he took responsibility. Okay, God, mm-hmm. I'm ready for calling mm-hmm. me out. Yeah. I'm going to go out and I'm going to leave that boat. You so. know, it's a great example of movement. You know, we talked about in the last episode, movement of God and moving forward. Here's a guy, Francis Chan, could easily spend the rest of his life being a serial author. Hmm. Every year he could churn out a book. Right. There are people who would give their right arm uh, their, uh, and their typing ability to simply ghostwrite a book with Francis Chan, right? He could do that and do quite well for himself financially because he's got such a huge network, right? And yet he's, he's saying no to that to do something that people would be like, are you crazy? No, he's not crazy. He's actually in his mind. He realizes that he's only got, he only has one life, this side of forever. And he has decided to invest it for an eternally significant reward. So he understands the compound effect. And, and one of the things in, um, you know, when we think about undermining for momentum, what undermines your momentum with the five vital values and moving forward? 
not only a victim mentality, but also a here and now mentality. And you think about how our culture and our society, we live in a microwave society when we should be more uh, appeal, uh, more interested in crockpots, mm-hmm. slow cookers, right? Um, and so because we want everything now, we want instant results, um, you can continually give up, forsake that long-term benefit, compound effect, the long-term uh, impact of continued consistent decisions and choices for immediate gratification. And that coupled with the victim mentality and entitlement mentality, absolutely devastating. Yeah. So you have to have a commitment to the long-term direction of your life. That's why we say, you know, we start you off with the legacy blueprint, your life organizer. Where do you want to be three, five, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 or more years from today? That's where you need to begin. And then you work on your yearly goals with the yearly planner and, of course, the daily success journal. But a short-sightedness and microwave mentality is one of the huge saboteurs of uh, momentum and the compound effect Hmm. of of just a, a growing inevitability of success and achievement. Right. No, I love it. I love it. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about the three words. I love them. I love it. I love it. I'm going to cut this part out and then we're going to splice it. So in our next podcast series, we're actually going to be talking about the three words that you've come up with. Mm -hmm. Eliminate, elevate, and replicate. So I think that plays beautifully into the whole idea of momentum mm-hmm. because in order to keep your forward momentum moving and having that compound effect, there's certain things that you're going to have to eliminate, yeah. certain distractions that you're just going to have to say goodbye to. Right. With that, there's also going to be some things that you're going to need to elevate. Mm-hmm. What, what do you need to be doing more? Mm-hmm. And then just certain things that you're going to need to replicate into other people as well. Right. So super excited for tomorrow's podcast as we dive into that great to be here we'd love to hear from you info at couragematters.com let us know how the podcast is affecting you impacting you ideas suggestions that you have and uh, you can also connect through at the official michael anthony on facebook and on instagram you can private message me if you private message me we will use and ask for the free crushing your goals guide we will use a chat bot to respond. And we have to do that because it's just not possible to respond to that kind of a request personally. We respond to requests personally all the time. But the chat bot would be, hey, if you email, if you send me a message, private message me on Facebook, at the official Michael Anthony, and say, could I have that free crushing your goals guide? Then we will get it to you immediately. You'll get an instant response with the um, crushing your goals and unleashing your potential guide. It's free but it's priceless help you. And I would love to hear from you. Okay. So check me out on Facebook and on Instagram at the official Michael Anthony. And I'm looking forward to that next episode here where we talk about replicate, elevate and eliminate. We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast, along with other podcasts in this series, 30 days of achieving goals and unleashing your potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. 
to get your Courageous Life planning system, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.